0: Hello, this is Deepak Jasani from HDFC Securities talking to you on 14 January 2023 at about 3.10 in the afternoon with another edition of TGIW, uh, a weekly audio podcast summarizing the happenings of the past week and trying to forecast the direction and levels in the coming week. Indian domestic equity benchmarks ended the week with minor gains. Volatility was high due to release of economic data and corporate earnings. World Bank slashed its growth forecast for most countries and regions and warned that new adverse shocks could tip the global economy into a recession. Continued selling pressure from foreign investors and cautiousness ahead of crucial economic data hit the market sentiments. IT services companies' results were a mixed bag, with Wipro disappointing, while Infosys surprising positively. For the week, Sensex gained 361 points or 0.60%, while Nifty rose 94 points or 0.54%. Markets edged lower in 3 out of 5 trading sessions in the week. In the broader markets, BSE mid-cap index was up marginally and BSE small-cap index gained 0.26%. Market breadth was evenly distributed among gainers and losers. Average cash turnover in the NSE was similar to that in the previous week. Among sectoral indices, most ended in the green. IT surged 3.5%, metals was up 2.6%, and auto added 1.6%. On the downside, consumer durables fell 2.9%, telecom ended 1.4% lower. Among Nifty 100 stocks, Tata Motors gained 7.7% as it looks to launch 10 new products over the next 2-3 years, NMDC added with 7.6%, Adani Transmission was up 6.6%, Chola Finance expanded 6.6% and Hindalku was in the green by 5.6% on, a, on board approval to raise Rs. 700 gross through bond sales. On the downside, Gland Pharma, Gland Pharma shed 7.1%, Titan declined 4.8% post its Q3 business update Yes Bank fell 4.5%, Bharti Airtel cracked 4% after rating downgrade by global brokerages and Marico was down 3.2%. As per provisional figures, FIS were net sellers Rs 9606 crore in the equity markets over the week and DIs were net buyers Rs 10,042 crores. US stocks recorded a second consecutive week of gains as investors weighed key inflation data and in quarterly earnings reporting season kicked off in earnest on Friday. US equities ended Friday and and the week higher as the markets reacted to a host of results from the banking sector to kick off Q4 earnings season. Investors seemed to spend much of the week waiting for CPI data which fell 0.1% on the month in December, bringing the year-over-year gain to 6.5%, its lowest level since October 2021. US markets ended higher for the week as Dow Jones gained 2%, S&P 500 climbed 2.7% and NASDAQ Composite soared 4.8%. Oil prices edged higher for strong weekly gains as slowing U.S. inflation and China's reopening raised optimism of stronger global economic growth and thus increased crude demand. U.S. crude prices were up 8.7% for the week at $80.1 a barrel. Gold prices rose during the week to close in the green for a fourth consecutive week after U.S. consumer inflation data showed that price pressures eased as expected in December, setting the scene for a slowing pace of interest rate hikes by the U.S. Fed. Gold futures were up 2.9% for the week to dollar 1923.4 an ounce. Indian 10-year G-Sec yield fell 7 basis points to 7.30%. Indian rupee appreciated by 123 paisa to 81.42 per US dollar. Other economic data include India's CPI based inflation in December is marginally to 5.72%, staying within the RBS tolerance range of 2.2 to 6%. India's IIP Accelerated to 7.1% in November as compared to a revised contraction of 4.2% in October. India recorded a trade deficit of $19.89 billion in November. India's direct tax collections net of refunds reached 86.7% of FY23 budget target by January 10 and was 19.6% higher than that in the previous year. Annual inflation rate in the US slowed for 6 statement to 6.5% in december the lowest since october 2021 following a 7.1% reading in november university of michigan consumer sentiment for the us rose to 64.6 in january from 59.7 in december the highest since april treasury secretary janet yellen on friday notified congress that us will reach its statutory debt limit next thursday After that, the Treasury Department this month will begin taking extraordinary measures to prevent the US from defaulting in its obligations. Congress in December 21 increased the federal debt limit to about $31.4 trillion. Industrial production in the UK fell by 5.1% year-on-year in November following an upwardly revised 4.7% fall in October. UK GDP grew 0.1% in November after 0.5% expansion in october reducing the likelihood that britain entered a technical recession in the fourth quarter industrial production in the euro area increased 2% year on year in november slowing from a 3.4% rise in october euro area trade deficit widened to euro 11.7 billion in november from euro 3.9 billion in the same period last year imports climbed by point 20.2% while exports rose a softer 17.2% Japanese household spending fell 1.2% in November from a year earlier. On a seasonally adjusted month-on-month basis, household spending decreased 0.9% in November. China's annual inflation rate rose to 1.8% in December from November's 8-month low of 1.6%. China's producer prices fell 0.7% year-on-year in December, slowing from a 1.3% drop in the previous month. Considering the full year of 2022, China's factory gate prices grew by 4.1%. China's trade surplus dropped $2.78 billion in December from a revised dollar of $93.2 billion in the same month prior year. Exports fell 9.9 percent, the largest decline in nearly three years, while imports fell a softer 7.3 percent, 7.5 percent, the third straight month of decrease. In the coming week, uh, results Q3 results from uh, from prominent NSE 500 companies include. On 17th of January, Bank of India, ICICI Lombard, ICICI Pru Life and National Aluminium. On 18th January, Persistent System. On 19th January, Asian Paints, AU Small Finance, Havells, Hind- Hindustan Unilever, ICICI Securities, l Technology, Emphasis and Polycap. On 20th of January, Atul, CoForge, HDFC Life Insurance and JSW Steel. On 21st of January, ICICI Bank, IDFC First Bank, SBI Life, UltraTech Cement. Events in the coming week include, on 16th of January, India's WPI and trade balance. On 17th January, India's passenger vehicle sales, China's GDP growth, industrial production, retail sales and unemployment rate. On 18th of January, Eurozone, CPI, US retail sales, PPI and industrial production. On 20th of January, China's prime lending rate, US's existing home sales. U.S. stock market will be closed on Monday for Martin Luther King Jr. Day holiday. Nifty on January 13 closed at its highest in four sessions. Nifty once again took support from 17,774, raising the importance of that level. Despite relentless selling by FPIs, Nifty has been able to remain stable in a wide band, held by local flows. On a weekly basis, Nifty rose 0.54% after a negative week. Nifty seems headed towards 18,127 to 18,256 band over the next few sessions, provided 17,774 level is protected. That's all for this audio podcast. Thank you and have a great trading and investment week ahead.